Hello and welcome to For the Love of Beer podcast. Uh, welcome back. Uh, it's been a while, but we're back. Um, and it will probably be a surprise to you because it will just drop. I don't think we'll announce it. We'll just drop the episode. So we're back. Uh, I'm Phil Savory, joined as always by my good friend and Greg's aficionado, Mark Harley Johnson. Hello, good evening. Hola. Hola. Uh, I see you're repping um, not, not only, well, you're going to tell me in a minute about your little side hustle that you've got going, which, Indeed, yeah. you know, you're not doing a podcast about it yet, but <laughs> yet. watch this space. Yes. Um, you are wearing a pair of Greg's jogging bottoms. I take it that's not like Greg's staff uniform. Uh, not yet, I imagine, no. Although, I imagine it might be at some point. Um, you reckon? Yeah, have you seen about this latest Greg's clothing range? I've not. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm generally curious about Have what you're you wearing. I've not. I've not I've, I don't know what you're on about. Okay, right. So it's been all... Apologies for anyone waiting to listen for a beer here. but So it's been all over social media. I thought you'd have seen this. So right. Primark, I'm not the biggest fan of, but we'll gloss over that, have collaborated with Greg's, a well-known baker chain in Britain, for anyone that's you know not been here, um, in a clothing range, Greg's clothing range, as per modelled by my good self. Yeah. So, um, it was released last Saturday, so four or five days ago now, and they held in Soho, West London, a um, a drop event, um, which the tickets sold out pretty much instantly. It was free to attend. Yeah. Um, last Thursday, you could get, it, like I said, it was free tickets, but you had to be on there, and then basically you got what was just available time-wise. Um so you turn up and you've got two two free items of clothing wow. out of the range. You pick whatever you want, what was available, and there wasn't a great deal of it because obviously they mustn't have taken that much there. But anyway, so nice pair of Greg's joggers. Um, <laughs> and I got a, a free hoodie as well with it's a Greg's thing down the arm and <laughs> Greg's on the front of that. It's brilliant. They also do a pair of trainers. I can't believe you've not seen them. I've not seen them. The whole no. range is just fantastic. So this is, is this like the, Brit- so like when um, Kanye West um, had his like Yeezys, his, his Nike trainers never went mad for those. Is yeah. this like the British equivalent? Yeah. The trainers, in my opinion, are actually really nice. The running trainers. They're all right, aren't they? They're not horrendous. So looking at them, the yeah, they're kind of, um, have you seen the little trainer? Yes, I was tempted by it. Now, what would you rather have, the Greg's trainer or the Lidl trainer? Um, personally, I'd probably rather go Greg's because it's a, it's more wearable. The little one's yellow, wasn't it? If I remember right, it blue and yellow and red. It was yeah. It was all the little. It was it was louder, wasn't it? Yeah. These are just white, blue with the logo and a bit of yellow on the front and back. I don't. I mean, they're almost attempting to be tasteful. Which yeah. is, I kind of like the fact the little ones just aren't, and I'd lean into the weirdness. Yeah. I think I'd prefer the little trainer to the Greg's one, having looked at it. Anyway, that's a, th- a three-minute tangent. Well, so, going to the sliders, by the way. Oh, okay, the sliders. Another quick tangent there. I prefer the sliders to the trainer. I think the sliders, that's it's, it's minimalist, gets the job done. Excellent. That's, that's full marks from me. Superb. Anyway, right. What's the show about again? Right, beer. myself and my beer. Myself and Mark are on a quest to drink 100 different beers from 100 different countries. Um, we've been doing this now for, what, three years? Have we really? That must oh. be knocking on for three years now. Probably is, yeah. I think right. so. Um, things have slowed down of late, um, partly based on we've had a pandemic, we've had, I mean, I've changed jobs, you've, well, you've not changed jobs recently, but... Lots of stuff going on in our lives, and it's just been very difficult to get together, and it's been very difficult to get hold of beers. And then when we get the beers, it's then finding the time to... So, anyway, the stars have aligned that we can be with you today with a bucket list beer, which we've been struggling to get. But we seem to... out of the blue. This out morning, of the blue. Yeah. And what I have, which is a first for the show, I think, is listener correspondence. So all those times you've been giving out our email address for these past three years, yeah, it's finally, well, not exactly, because it's a written letter, which is even better. Yes. So we've finally borne some fruit on this, haven't we? Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. Um, you know, I'm not gonna, I was going to read it in what I assume his accent is going to be, but I thought it might be quite offensive. Where's so he from? I'm not going to do it. Well, I'll, I'll get to that. Right, okay. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Phil and Mark. 
My name is Owen from Barnsley. Recently, my parents... <laughs> Barnsley. Barnsley. Recently, my parents went on a holiday to Miami and picked up this Puerto Rican beer. Oh, yes. They were in the little Havana district and found a liquor store where English wasn't spoken. My dad, brackets Andrew, hello Andrew, showed the man behind the counter the list of beers I thought he would find in Florida. Madala, from Puerto Rico, was the only one. I've been a fan of the pod for 12 months now, so it's fantastic to help with the journey. Thank you very much, Owen. If there is anyone out in the community that can help me with my own list, that would be great. Other than that, enjoy the beer. Regards, Owen. Fantastic. So we have Owen's thank. So literally came out. Owen came out of the blue um, as a as a listener in the show and helped us out with this beer. So to Owen, we owe a huge thank you. And I think almost without further ado, I think we should crack it open. Definitely. Now we I mean, don't we have nearly six minutes into this. So, yeah. yeah, we haven't drank anything already. Done anything? Yeah. Um, it is only one bottle. The one bottle that we have to share between us. Um, when was the last time we had one beer shared between us? Was it? Something like Gambia. Yeah, it was like that. Banjo Jewelry, wasn't it? Well, that was, yeah. It did not often happen. Definitely keep that that uh, that cap. That's a lovely cap. It is a lovely cap, isn't it? Yeah, gold. So, yeah, the bottle, um, brown bottle. Um, Thank you very much. Golden label, neck label, Medalla Light. Medalla, Medalla, I don't know what it's called, but anyway. Medalla, maybe? Medalla, it could be, yeah. Spanish, it was a bit more there. Indeed, yeah. Fantastic. So it's a uh, 500 ml bottle, right? Or 12 fluid ounces. Of course, they're not, they're not metric, are they? Over there. Yeah, we might not be for much longer. <laughs> well, maybe that's for another episode. Uh, yeah, only a 4.2. Oh, 355. I don't know where I got 500 ml from. What are your first thoughts? It's got quite a sour taste to it. Yes. Now, let me just take my first swig. It's interesting. I can tell you now it's not going to be a 10 out of 10. It isn't. Now, one concern I had with this, and uh, and it was only really today when I noticed, because the, the, we only recently, we've probably got the beer, came through in the post, Owen sent this to us probably about, I don't know, a month ago? Yeah. About a month. And uh, I didn't really look at a, a best before date or didn't really notice one on the bottle. But I've seen something that looks like it could be a best before date, but it's not in the standard like American style format where they flip the date in the month. So I'd read it here as the twenty fourth of May, twenty twenty one. In which case, it's now what? It's late Feb, twenty twenty two. Which means that it would be well, well off. But it's certainly not it, well off. But it doesn't taste no. well off, and it doesn't appear to be formatted. In the right way. I mean, so it tastes perfectly fine, to be honest. As a you know, as a beer, I mean, it's not my cup of tea, but it's perfectly fine as a beer. You can tell it's low percentage. It's kind of an airy sort of yeah, watery sort of taste. What's the Jap? Is it the Japanese one we had? The um, Azai. It's got a bit of an Azai taste. It's a bit dry. It is a bit dry, um, but I, but I, it's not got the depth of flavour that that Azai has. It's not as it's fizzy. It's, it's, it's carbonated. It's, it's, it's fizzy. Very carbonated. Yeah, it's kind of a fizzy, sort of airy kind of. But I don't think it's got that much flavour to it, you know. No, but again, has that dissipated from the fact that it could be a beer that's older than we think, older than Owen thought? How long had it been? You know, all all of these questions. Who knows? So, I mean. So maybe that's that was the made date, in which case six months is still, well, a bit more than that now, but. Should still be within ah, you range, might be right. Really. Maybe it was made, yeah. But then it's weird to have a, a made from date and not a best before. Yeah, one, do you know what I mean? That True. seems quite odd to me. But anyway, people don't really listen to this show for tasting notes. No, um, we don't we have, really. We have got an email address. Maybe I'll drop them a line and ask them Maybe. in Spanish. It looks like it's got some awards um, on the bottom there as well, but it's kind of too faint to really see or tell what they are. Yeah, it's all sort of gold. Reflections, isn't it? And again, as a classic move from us and what you come to expect from, from us, yeah. um, we've not done a huge amount of research into the actual beer itself. No. So there's not much of interest we can really tell you. No, there is Whether not. it has any sort of award-winning pedigree. No, we don't really know. Um, Quite frankly, yeah, so no, we've we done don't. our first sip and... It's not, it's not going to be a it's not going to be a stunner, is it? No. But, I'll segue you in. Speaking of stunners... Well, did you know... <laughs> 
um, that Puerto Rico is it Porto Puerto 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 Rico Puerto Rico has a really good record at Miss Universe contests. They have had no less than five winners. Um, so that's we, impressive. It is, yeah. Now I did this research rather quickly, so I can't really give any great depth about when they won um, their awards. But they're all still alive. So the first one was Marisol Malaret, who is now seventy-two. Um, then there was Deborah. Um, I can't read my own writing. Car- <laughs> Carthley Den, I think it is. Doesn't sound very Puerto Rican, does it? But anyway, she's fifty-six. Deonara Torres, forty-seven. And then we start getting into the good territory. Denise Quinores, 41. Feel free to Google her, listeners out there. And then my favourite, which I've already shown you the picture, Zulika Rivera, who's 34, so she's our age. Um, she obviously must have... Looks incredibly the intelligent. Last... She does, yeah. Um, very nice eyes. She looks like a very intelligent, empowered woman. Yes, Um Zulika Rivera, yes. Oh, 2006, there you go. Did Bruce For- Bruce Forsyth married a Miss World, or Miss, Miss World, Miss Universe, didn't Did he? Did he? But I don't think she was from Puerto Rico, but I felt like she was from around that part of the world. I assume she was um, quite a lot younger than him. Yeah, I think so. Not like drastically so. I think she'd be pension age now. But obviously, Bruce is dead. <laughs> She won. There you go. Um, Will Nellia, Lady Forsyth-Johnson. Um, she won Miss World 1975 and was married to him from 1983 until his death in 2017. Yeah, stuck around. Well, well, well. You didn't she do well? Did, didn't <laughs> she do well? Yes. Well, well, well. You wouldn't expect that, would you? Fair what country point. was she from? Um... A dead area. <laughs> Let's keep talking amongst yourselves just a second. Amongst myself? Yeah, speak to the listeners or something. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I don't even know where we stand now on talking about things like this because it's like. She's you... Puerto Rican! Ah, see? I had a feeling. I had a feeling. And that was with no research. So, I've been talking about Miss Universe. She was Miss World. So. I Jeez, wonder on aggregate, mean? maybe you need to maybe if I'll sort of rumble on a bit longer, can you um find out the amount of Miss World winners from Puerto Rico uh, and try and get that? an aggregate score between the two competitions? I mean they've got a good record no matter what happens now, haven't they? And I wonder if Miss because Miss World and Miss Universe, what the difference is between the two. And is like Miss World like the Europa League to Miss Universe like the Champions League? Do you think that's what it's like? You'd assume that I don't know enough. On, like Channel Five. Or That's something. what I mean. I used to remember it being kind of a, a a dirty old man competition that used to be on telly. And obviously, you know, times have moved on as they should. Yeah. Um. But it, but it, yeah, it sort of feels a bit like something that's not really as not out PC. there. It's not. Yeah. So Puerto Rico has produced produced two winners in Miss World. One, one in 1975, Bruce, Bruce's wife. One in 2016. So, so, um, se- so seven, seven, uh, seven titles in total for that. For that yeah, I'll, I would assume by that logic that um, Miss World must be more difficult to win. Maybe. I mean, um, it's a small, for a small island, that's a good, that's an impressive hit rate. They've had some fat. So they are two runners-up as well, 2005 and 2011, and ten semi-finalists. Two quarter finalists, twenty twelve and twenty nineteen. It's like it's like, you know, punching above their weight like Iceland, the Iceland yeah. Icelandic football team. You know, Iceland as a country has like the population of Northampton and yeah. yet it competes at the highest level. Yeah. So Miss World twenty sixteen. Anything else interesting you could tell me about Puerto Rico? Stephanie Marie Del Valle Diaz. Oh, is she the, the two thousand sixteen? Yeah. Again she looks Not a quite. very Intelligent and empowered young lady. For me, not quite on the world of Zalika Rivera. Uh, Some another look. I would say her degree of intelligence is maybe a fraction lower, Mm. but not by much. Yes. Right, so, while we're at it, famous Puerto Puerto Ricans. Now, obviously, 
um, Bruce's wife was a famous Puerto Rican, still yeah. is, um, even though I don't know what she's called. But there's a few really famous ones out there. Okay. So how about I throw some names in there, some Caribbean people. Yeah. And we can decide if you know who is Puerto Rican from these and who's not. Is Puerto Rico in the Caribbean? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Geography fail. No, it can't be far off. It'll be just off. It's off to the. It's off to the. Puerto Rico is a Caribbean island and unincorporated US territory. Okay. Right. Apologies for even doubting you. Sorry. I thought I had it right. You confused me then. Right. So. So okay. So we need to, to try and come. So I've got to guess if they're Puerto Rican or not. Kelsey Grammer. Frasier. Yes. Oh baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tossed salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> I was going to carry on singing, but no, there's a, there's a, the listeners won't want that. Uh, Kelsey Grammer. That's like a, a weird one that I would say is so weird it has to be true. Um, no, it's false. Oh, fuck's sake. But Caribbean island, St. Thomas, wherever that is. Oh, so he was born near to Puerto Rico. Yes. Okay. Um, Jean Paul, Blue de Cadrill. Jean de Paul, Dirty Egg. Um... No, Jamaica. Correct. Yes. Um, Monica, I, I don't know if I'm going to say the name correctly. Monica Puig? Puig? Puig. I don't know who she is, but as we've player. had... All oh, right. Well, as we've had two that haven't been, I'm going to say that she is. So you're going with the but... same theory that I use on the chase. Basically, when they've not had an answer from one of the from one of the options, from, say, A, B or C... I picked up that one. It gravitates So you're going that. the same, yeah. Yeah. Yes, she is from Puerto Rico. Um, Nicki Minaj. Ooh. Ooh. Listeners, feel free. She's by definitely the way, to join in with this game. She's definitely. I would say she's Latina, so mm. I'm going to say yes. No. Oh. Uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Oh. Mm. Okay. Interesting one, that, isn't it? All right. Um. Ricky Martin. Oh. Outside, I'm... inside out. She bangs. Living la vida loca. Uh, what is it? I love that Puerto song. Rico? I think that it song ages. right back to high school. I time. think that song ages like a fine wine. Yeah. It's a tune. It is a real tune. It's a tune. And you know what? I was really impressed with how he managed to make himself look like a real shagger. And he was <laughs> gay the whole time. Was he? Yeah. I didn't He's know gay. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, And well. he's proper, like, he's really gay. He's 10 out of 10 gay. Is he? Is he like, Which is great. Like, or... I, don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know how, like, much he's in the limelight and stuff anymore. But he made himself out to be this, like, you know, Latin love god type ladies man, you know, early, early doors. And it was all a facade. Well, It was well, all a beautiful well. disguise for the real Ricky Martin inside. Took him a while to come out and truly blossom into his true self. I mean, it wasn't quite the dumb thing back in the 90s, was it? I guess not. It would have been more difficult for him, especially around his, his popularity at the time. Yeah. But I guess that's not important. What's important is, is he from Puerto Rico or not? And I'm going to say no, because I'm pretty sure that he's Spanish. Because he, before he made it big, before he was living La Vida Loca, he was on like um, uh, like a, a shit soap in Spain. Was he? I'm sure he was. You I don't know if it was Spain. Like Ricky Martin, fair play. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and if it wasn't Spain, it might have been America or, or something. But I'm, he was on a shit soap before he made it as a pop star. Um, he's Puerto Rican. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Born and raised Puerto Rican. I mean, I, I really sounded like an authority on Ricky Martin for a, for a little bit there, but no, I, got, I got found out pretty quick. Um, I've got one more for you. Go on. Jennifer Lopez. Which is an interesting one. Mm. Very interesting Wait, one. Jenny from the block. Mm. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block, and she says from the Bronx. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say she's not Puerto Rican. She's sort of correct. Okay. Um, she is indeed from New York. Yeah. However, both of her parents were born and raised. In Puerto Rico. So that's kind of a trick where, That's kind of a trick one you put in at the end there. Yeah, she's Puerto Rican heritage, isn't she? Um, so her mum and dad... Dual passport. I can segue here. We're from... We're from 
a town called Ponce. <laughs> <laughs> Which got me thinking. What famous Ponces? Are they or are they not a Ponce? <laughs> We've already been there with and one. I've got a... <laughs> So, famous cities. Well, cities with weird names. True or false? Okay. Okay? Right. Ponce, I've already told you that. Right. Ponce so, is true. Wet Wang. Wet Wang. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. Where is it? Don't know. <laughs> it's in England. How long did you spend on this game? I was doing it when you were looking at me in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's in England somewhere. Right. Right, so, okay. Okay. Twat. Twat. Twat's got to be one here. There's got to be a place here called Twat. Um, but probably with two T's, I'm guessing. It has got two T's, yes. Yeah. Um, it's Orkney Islands, Twat. I really want to visit Twat. The Isle of Twat. It, well, it's a village in oh, okay. the Orkneys. Um, so I really want to visit there, mm. just so I can have a picture next to it. Yeah. You know, like with the, the arrow sign, just yeah, play yeah. on his, you know, call me Twat. Uh, Wet Wang, going back to that, is in Yorkshire. Um, it's a small village okay. in the East Riding of Yorkshire. Okay. Ding Dong. Ding Dong. Uh, I'm going to say false. Um, is also correct. Ugh. Where's that then? Um, I don't know because I just Googled it. <laughs> and it's I should stop asking that because you didn't look it up. No, I'll get ahead of the game now. And all it brings up is just a song by George Harrison. So, um, Ding Dong. Probably Ding Dong. Texas. There ding Dong in Texas. Yep. Okay. Penis Stone. Yes. And the reason why I know that it's because I drive past it to go to my mum's because my mum lives in um, my mum lives um, near Rotherham, and uh, I pass um, Penis Town um, on the way. I assume it's actually called Peniston. Peniston, yeah, I'm yeah. sure they call it Peniston. But, but equally interestingly, it's actually near our friend Owen. Is it Owen? Yeah. So he's. I'm sure it's the authority in Barnsley. I also so. pass Barnsley on the way. Fantastic! You can take so. some beers for him in a couple of weeks. Um, Upper Thong. Upper thong. Upper thong. Well, it has to be true, because they're all true, aren't they? No, they're not. Oh. Is that one false? No, it's not. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, Huddersfield, that one. Oh, okay. Um, do you know what? I can't actually remember which ones I wrote down here that are true and false, to be quite honest with you. So your, your own game is collapsing in on itself. It is, yeah. So, right, the most interesting one. I may as well just tell me. Right, so... Truth or consequences is a real place in America. Well, it's called truth or consequences. Yeah, it's a real place is called truth or consequences. How bizarre is that? Um, some other interesting ones. Shitterton is also yeah, in England. I've heard of that. Uh, Batman, Booger Hole, Hump Tulips, Sandy Balls. I'm not lying. Sandy Balls. Yeah. Um, intercourse. Nice. I swear to God, that is a is a place um, and that's about all I've got for you so did I ever tell you that the the, the, um, the street I grew up on no it's called Titty Ho you kept that quiet Titty Ho I've got a coaster at home with it on have you yeah uh, the street Holly grew up on um, it was called Butts Road Butts Road so I'm the only one that's missing out on this and to be fair my um, my dad used to live up Adam's Bottom did he really he did <laughs> I bet he did. And did he enjoy it? Uh, a bit damp, but mostly mild. Interesting. What are you thinking of the beer? I mean, it's there's not much to it, really, is there? But and I don't mean to say that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I, I do not want to in any way disparage the wonderful work that Owen has done in getting us this beer. The fact that it's kind of a shit beer. You know, is 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 by the by. It's it's off the list. It's a run of the it's, mill. It's off, it? and, it, and it's off the list. That it's done. Yeah. We've ticked it off. Which, in at the moment, where the stage we are now, we're heading towards what eighty beers now done out of the one hundred. Yeah, heading towards that sort of level. It only gets harder from here. So any time you get to have one, good, bad, whatever, feels like it's an experience, an occasion. It? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it does. Uh, I'm already coming to the end of mine. Um, the ambassador. Absolutely not. The ambassador wouldn't touch this. For one, Puerto Rico is too. Um, it's too. Poor is not the right word, but it's not. It's a bit like uh, one of those islands that 
I think it when you know when it has problems. I mean, it had like I don't know if I'm sure if it was an earthquake. It was an earthquake or something happened there a few years ago. It was when Trump was president, and he basically he basically he basically hung them out to dry. As you would. Um, so it's one of those places that I don't think the ambassador realistically could entertain. So not really interesting. Being served to no. the dignitaries. Um, there's a barbecue beer. Um, again, there's just there's better things out there. But it's a low percentage session type beer. So if you're the type of person that doesn't like a particularly strong taste in beer and wants to drink quantity over quality, it's good for that. It is, but it's also quite fizzy. So you, you would get a bit gassy, but but it's only four point two. So you're not gonna you're not gonna feel it much after a you know ninety eight calories. So it's not gonna hit you around the belly, is it? All well and good. That's good for me. Yeah. Likewise. Well, I've well I've finished it. So I mean, shall we? Should we should we rate it? I think we should, yeah. But we're not going to end the episode there. No, we have we have things to get on. I would say like bonus content to tack on at the end. Yes, I would say because we don't really have too much to cover with this bit. Um, It's a bit of a yeah. So should we just rate it and then we'll we'll get on to the next section? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna do fingers. We definitely should. We've not done it for months. No. When was the last time we did... In fact, the last time we actually did this, we were on a canal boat in, yes. what, October? Yeah, canals is. So we've had, like, a, 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 nearly a six-month break. Yeah, Hiatus. We, we must crack on. Now, you're working closer to where I live. I'm so literally around the corner from you now. Fingers crossed we're going to be able to crack on with it a bit better now. We're going to yeah. have to do some extracurriculars, aren't we? That's going to have to we, we, Well, we have some extracurriculars lined up. Yeah. One in particular we'll get to shortly. Yeah. Anyway, right. So, okay, let's fingers. rate this beer. Fingers. Right, you ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go. Okay, I've gone four, you've gone five. How strongly do you feel about your five? A five's quite generous. I'm happy to go down the middle. What, four and a half? Yeah, I just think I'd be quite happy with that. We'll go four and a half. I I still feel like four and a half is a little bit generous compared to how we've criticised some other beers. I mean, it's it's not horrendous, is it? it, But I say, it's not not horrendous, it's not unpleasant. It's just there's just not a lot there, I'd say. But equally, we might have something that could score well below that and could well be horrendous. It could but be. But it it's, could be a 1, but it could be a 10. It could be a 1, it could be a 10, but it's not on the bucket list. It's not. So, again, massive thanks to Owen um, for bringing us that beer. And uh, any other listeners out there, if you happen to um, be in any exotic locations or know people that are going to exotic locations and might be able to help us out with a beer that's on our list... Uh, I'm sure Mark will get on the socials and share the the hit list of what yeah, we've well, not sent it out for a while. So no, I think, we'll put yeah. that out there. And um, and again, for those of you who are sort of new to the show or doing the challenge as well, again, hit us up um, if you want to. Well, some help or guidance or pointers, yeah. or you know where we if can we try can help, and we will. Yeah. possibly help try and get hold of some beers. It's just it's it's difficult now, especially because getting them, especially if you're in the UK at the moment. Getting stuff into the UK is a pain in the ass, and there's sites that we used to rely on in Europe now that we can't, that won't ship to us. So it's a real ball ache, but there we go. So anyway, at, at, F, at FTLOB pod. It's been a while why, since we've done That's why you do the socials and I don't. Yeah. At FTLOB pod on, um, on Twitter. Um, yeah. Send us a DM. Um, I would say email us at for the love of beer at, at uh, pod at gmail.com, but I've lost the password. <laughs> So there could be loads of email correspondence, and I haven't read it because I lost the password. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna front up in a minute. Um, yeah, you call it Twitter. I, I'm an amateur. Right now, in your deep within the recesses of Mark Hardy Johnson's fridge, is potentially an absolute beast of a beer mm. that we don't really have much of a purpose or a reason to drink. But as we've got a bit of time to kill. And we haven't been together in a while. We're going to get on with it. Mark, what is your mystery beer? It's a Camden beer. So by rights, it should be a good one. Because we, we are big fans of the Camden, Camden Town Brewery. Yep. Yes, as we've done a couple of times. But this could, as I say, it could be a one, could be a ten. Because it's a collaboration between them and Marmite. Now... I don't know how to feel. In fact, I do know how to feel about it because I have actually had one of these before. Oh. So I know what's coming here. Oh. Um, well, I would say no more then. So 
I got this, a bargain actually. Um, it's been quite expensive because obviously it was a collab, so they were knocking it out it's for like a limited edition. Thing. Yeah, they were knocking it out like two pound a can in Sainsbury's, you know, like they do all that sort of stuff. But actually, I dropped on this on the Tesco discount aisle, and it worked out like fifty p a tin. I thought I'm gonna have to have that. You can't not. Mm. It'd be rude not to. Um, so I tried a couple on the way down to the darts in back in December. Um, we tried it first, me and Greg. Um, and then we got on to the real stuff. So, um, so yeah, it's quite an interesting can. It's a very marmite can. You know, it's it's literally designed in marmite colours, but with some Camden Town Brewery kind of put on there, yeah. and it literally even says like love and hate on it. Um, it's what four point eight percent. Yes. So you've had it before. So I think it's probably best that. I'll I'll dig in and I'll give my thoughts. You can take the first. And then after I've done that, then you can kind of. So while we do that, what's your thoughts on Marmite on its own? Well, I'm going to surprise you here and say that I'm neither here nor there with it. My thing with Marmite, and which is what I'm curious about with this beer, is generally I don't eat Marmite. But there are nicer things. But I don't mind Marmite flavored things. So, for example, Walker's Crisps did a Marmite flavour. Um, I think they discontinued that a few years back. And I actually really liked it. But at the same time, I would never really put Marmite on anything. I'd never have it in the house. I would never buy it in for anything. So it's like, I don't really interact with Marmite much. But I'm not like one of these that's strongly against it. I'm just kind of like, meh. So you're the person that doesn't really fit with their... Marketing plan. Yeah, so I'm I am absolutely not in their target demographic at all. Mm. Not even in the hate category. So Try your first sip. So for this thinking. beer, it could be that it could follow my rule of not really liking Marmite, but liking Marmite flavoured so things. This could fit quite well. It could. I could be pleasantly surprised. Let's go. Okay. I'm pleasantly surprised. <laughs> it's all right, isn't it? It's all right. I think the thing that's odd about it is the smell. That's the only thing I don't like the smell. Oh, yeah, it's a bit funky. And that messes with your mind. Yeah, I haven't smelled it before. Because it smells, it just smells like Marmite. And that, when, you, when you're about to drink a beer, that's not like a welcoming, inviting smell. It's off-putting. But... But actually, the taste of the beer is actually okay. It's all right, isn't it? I think it's because it's like I think they say on the can. It's the actual same like hell. It's the Hell's Lager, basically. Yeah. That's at the base of it. But and it's an ale. And they've added. Well, yeah, but they say that. But it's but it's it's the same hops they're using the Hell's Lager. Oh. And then they've added Mark real. So we added real Marmite along with toasted Pilsner and Munich malt for a smoky. Bready balance. So whether you love it or hate it, it works just as well as Marmite on toast. So it tastes nothing, for me, it tastes nothing like lager at all. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree in that it, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't taste like Camden Hells. No. So for me, it's more Guinnessy. It's got that sort of mm. flow to it. Um, yeah, almost a stouty. Yeah. Me. Yeah, definitely. So, but I don't, I don't hate it. I'm I'm kind of down the middle. What collabs would you like to see Camden do? See, the tricky thing here is that usually with flavoured sort of stuff, it's usually ale, isn't it? Yeah, and you know what? I'm and we're not a fan of that. I would have to be. I, no, I'd need a, maybe a minute or so to think about it. Mainly, I'm quite boring in that I like. I generally like my beers just taste like beers. I don't yeah. really. I agree. Yeah, I do agree. And I've tried before and dabbled when I've seen something and gone, oh, I like the sound of that, like a fruity beer or a, a tropical, you know, whatever. And it just doesn't quite do it for me. Although having said that, there was a Camden beer you got me uh, a year or so ago that was like a tropical one that were, that was um, a collab with somebody. Hopper, something like that. can't remember. It was called, it was anyway like a tropically cat, and that was beautiful. That was really nice. But most of the time, when I see these little novelty-like canned 
you know, tinned like ales and stuff in like supermarkets or whatever. And all that yeah, and I'm not. I don't go in for that because yeah, I just. I, I I I always like. Do you, what do you want it to taste like? Do you want it to taste like candy floss or do you want it to taste like a beer? Because it won't give you either. Yeah, that's the thing. I agree. It falls in between, and that's where a lot of these beers fall down, in in my opinion. But that's just my palate. I just I like a beer that tastes like a beer. That's what it's there for. Yeah. And I say this, this, it kind of, you know, the Marmite's definitely in there. You could taste it's there. Um, but it doesn't make it massively unpleasant. But I wouldn't say, it, I mean, with every sip, it's kind of becomes gradually more and more like a bit. Well, this is the thing. So me and Greg had these as train beers down to, um, like I said, in the darts in December. So we had this first. I didn't know what it was going to be like, I thought quite likely I was going to hate it mm. but it was alright it was drinkable sort what of. did Greg think? wasn't really bothered just, just like you it. he was just mm. he'd never had, I'd never had Marmite we, he hadn't either so you'd so, never eaten Marmite so we were both Marmite virgins mm. um, went into it completely blind I got about halfway through it and then I couldn't really have any more bear in mind this was probably about 9 o'clock in the morning as well Yeah. but I couldn't drink any more than half and I probably wouldn't drink more than half of this I used to work with someone who um who who used to have sorry, where I used to work, we'd often have breakfast at work because you'd yeah. get there early and whatever and I'm I'm not much of a breakfast person at home. I have to be now, I have to kind of but nice start work later. Anyway. Um and uh she put Marmite on, on like um crumpets and stuff. Which uh you know, not the sort of thing I do myself but kind of, kind of interesting. Mm, it's not the sort of person you want to live with that does that, is it? <laughs> As I say, I'm not. I'm not massively against it. I say those those walkers, Marmite. I think we're good. Mm. I honestly, I, I kind of thought, oh, this could be absolutely horrific, and I'm, I'm kind of like, maybe it's a bit boring for the listener, but it's actually, it's just okay. Yeah, it's not our usual cup of tea, is it? It's not our usual can of beer. Going through a flavour, exactly. Yeah, it's not our usual can of beer. So look, we've got to I'll give it another few minutes, I think, before we let the listeners go, and then we'll return again at some other point. So, would you like me to give you a quick rundown of my Greg's situation as we yeah. discussed earlier? So, we, the we, show. at the top of the show, I, I said Greg's an enthusiast. That's because you've been working on a little bit of a side hustle. Well. I have. You tell the listener yes. what you've been up to. So, for anyone that's interested, so Greg's, as I said, bakery um, in the UK, first established in the northeast, somewhere in Newcastle, I think. Um, it turns out as they were sort of growing in the 90s, noughties and particularly the last 10 years, they were sort of picking up you know, little bakeries here, there and everywhere all over the UK. Um, and as they were doing so, obviously they're putting their, their stamp on everything, you know, they're doing the usual bakes and all that sort of stuff. But for the local ones, some of them were allowed to keep their local specialities. So in the northeast, for example, that's where most of the the specialities are. Um, so in like the a North secret East, menu. It's yeah, that's literally what it is. Yeah. So in the northeast, um, they have something called Stotties, which is some sort of sandwich thing. It's like a massive sandwich, apparently, you know, on this weird bread. Yeah. Uh, peach Melba, which I'd never even okay. had before. Don't associate that with the, with the northeast. Apparently, that's where it came from. Right. Um, savory mince pie. So literally pie with beef mince in it rather than Christmas not, not bits of meat yeah um, cheese scones a pink ice finger ooh um, which apparently they don't do anywhere else um, corned beef bake which they do nice Do they actually do that in other yeah. places but anyway um, so then Scotland's the really interesting one so there's a scotch pie which I'm really excited about trying French fancy a Greg's French a French Greg's fancy. French fancy I'd imagine that'd be quite big You'd think so, wouldn't you? Mm. hope so. A pineapple cake, a Devon donut, even though it's in Scotland. A jumbo chocolate ring donut. Ooh. Vanilla donut, empire biscuit, which was like, I've had that, so it was like a, a big jammy dodger. Yeah. Brilliant. It looked really boring, but when you ate it, it was phenomenal. Like a Lindsler biscuit. Yeah, it was brilliant. Bloomer sandwiches, which I thought you could get everywhere, but you can't. Uh, fruit scones. Can you get their fruit scones in Scotland? Wouldn't think that, would you? No. Um, Holly brought some back from work a few weeks ago and they're amazing absolutely brilliant um, haggis pie yeah 
got to be yeah obvious isn't it you know um, Wales apparently they make Welsh cakes um, but I work in Wales and I can't find them anywhere so you can get Welsh cakes anywhere you can make them easily you can but they're not Greg's Welsh cakes are they no and that, that doesn't fit along with the challenge um, so anyway um, I think I'm about eight there's 25 items on this list yeah I think I'm about eight into it so far and that is the official list yeah there is an official list it's on the um like um, national papers like the mirror and stuff like yeah. that you know they're all sort of chatting away about it your wife's just gone for salt and vinegar chipsticks <laughs> well they chipsticks yeah good choice no I'm good thanks <laughs> so in the meantime so we we sort of stalled a little bit with our challenge so I thought right I stumbled across this Greg's one so I'm going to get cracking with it so I am so like so I'm about eight into it um I need to start touring the country a bit more to hopefully pick a few more up. I'm going to Southampton this Friday, so I'm hoping to pick up something there. Um, well, good luck with your quest. Yeah. I'm. I don't want to be controversial here, but I mean, I don't. I don't have any ill feeling. Ill feeling towards Greg's. Did think, you know there are more Greg's than McDonald's in England now? Really. But again, that speaks to. For me, something is sad, which is a decline of the local bakery. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. And that is yeah. one of the things that I, you know, when I was, when I were a wee lad, that, you know, I would take a walk with my mum down to the bakery and would get a sausage roll, the Healings Bakery, you know, a sausage roll, and either a jam donut or one of those, like, um, like ice cream coats with the marshmallow inside at the top. Yeah, and the sprinkles I'm on with top. you. Yeah. One of them. Almost like a ritual, every, you know, once a week. And I feel like those kind of places, like there's nothing wrong with a Greg sausage roll. I've, you know, I, you know, when we're out and about, like my, my little girl loves them, so we'll get her a, a Greg sausage roll and she'll happily eat that. One of her favourite things to eat. But at the same time, it's kind of the bigger Greg's gets, the small, the the fewer and fewer there are of those little local family bakeries that are, that are part of the communities. But, I mean, it's all dying out anyway because of things like, you know, high streets and the small towns don't have, you know, bakeries and green grocers and whatever else anymore yeah, unless it's part of the chain. Now, it? and it's, yeah. That's just kind of how things are going. So I kind of feel like the bigger Greg's gets, the, the, at the same time, it's, you know, the, the smaller bakeries are... It's got to get to a saturation point at some point, though, right? Yeah. You know, like 10 in each. I mean, crew's got four, I think. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just gets a bit like because we had a local chain. We have a local chain around here called Chatwins. Oh, it's phenomenal, isn't it? And there's still a fair few of them about. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that Chatwins still continues to kind of, you know, should go for another pair of chipsticks. No. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where I am with it. So I kind of I I wish you the best of luck, and there's definitely things on there I'd be intrigued to eat yeah if I manage to find any that will make it back to you know when we may be meeting up then I shall bring sort of see if I can change your mind I mean I'm not a Greg I'm, I know I'm wearing Greg's trousers obviously I mean you are a big Greg's fan I think you just have to admit it to yourself that you are that you're that you are fully invested in this and you're you really you've fallen deeply in love with it do you know what I like I'll tell you what I like about Greg's over the likes of McDonald's or Subway or something like that. I know, I know Greg's is mass-produced, yeah. but it feels fresher. It's not as um, plastic. Like, you go into Subway, I hate the fillings, mm. like the plastic ham and all that sort of shit. I hate it. Horrible. It doesn't feel as processed. And I know it probably is, but it feels the summit. It's consi- it. I guess it's consistent, and there's things that are obviously... That are, they're, they're baked in the... In the actual branch, do you know what I mean? Yeah, on the day, aren't they? Yeah. But did you know they don't have... So, you know, you go into a grace and you buy a sausage roll and it's cold mm. and they won't warm it up for you. Do you know why that is? Salmonella. I'm showing my Greg's experience here now, aren't I? Go on. reason behind it is they don't pay VAT. So, right. by not having any hot counters to keep anything warm, yeah. they don't have to pay VAT. Therefore, we don't have to pay anything... I so see. So that's how they keep the prices low. I see. Is by basically, if you time it right, someone should come out of the oven. It'll be red hot. Yeah. But if you don't, they can't warm it up for you because mm. they're going to have to charge you back. I guess it's when you go in, you have to kind of look and assess 
how full so sausage rolls for example yeah. how full's the tray because that tells you what the temp is going to be out. Yeah. that tells you the temp yeah. and then also you'll see that that sort of later sort of 2 o'clock and beyond becomes very dangerous territory when you want anything warm there you go and they're sandwiches for future reference of uh, meal deal situations as we were discussing earlier the sandwiches are made fresh on site every day yeah but I've so I've discovered uh, meal deal for again for listeners outside of the UK uh, probably not still listening to this but um, meal deal is like um, what you'd get from um, well it's mainly supermarkets but some smaller places do it as well yeah. which is like a lunchtime combination of um, potentially a sandwich a snack could be crisp chocolate bar and then a drink and it's the combination of the three normally around the three to four pound mark but I'll tell you what, what I've discovered since I've moved jobs and I'm around the corner from you now, you've got a big Sainsbury's. Yeah. Their meal deals are a game changer because today I was able to um, get a can of San Pellegrino, big tick for me. Massive tick, that is. Big tick. Game changer. Posh drink. Yeah. And then uh, I got a duo um, Raisin and Biscuit Yorkie. Not a massive fan of Yorkie or Nestle chocolate, but a Raisin Biscuit Yorkie, Yorkie duo. Top level. Good size, decent chocolate bar. Definitely. But they incorporate all of the hot all the hot counter food into the meal deal. So you're not limited to just the sandwiches and the wraps. You can go and go over to the hot food counter and you can get a sliced pizza, you can get a, a chicken burger, you can get chicken nuggets, chicken fillets. Pizza as well. Yeah, sliced you can get yeah. And you it's all baked in. It's all into you know uh, uh, chicken and mushroom slice, a steak bake, or whatever. It's all into that three pound fifty. They do hot it's... pizzas in this one as well, don't they? Like full pizzas. Yeah, it's like four quid. The, or the hot food count one is just like a cheese and tomato, so it's it's plain. But you know, fair enough. You can have a slice of pizza. You can have a, a you can have a, a a pasty. You can have a chicken. Brilliant. I like that. Really good. Thoroughly recommend it. If you, if you, I didn't uh, know they had hot food. It's on overtaken because I always like boots because I always found you go into a boots, you get a good selection of drinks, and the snacks you get some like a nice brownie or something yeah, a bit healthier. Yeah. It's quite good. The only thing that sometimes let it down is are the sandwiches or the choice of sandwiches. Mm. But this throwing hot food in the mix, it just it it's changed the game. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. And I don't think Tesco does it. I'm positive that Morrison's don't do it, although they do. They do stuff at their counter, which is quite good. Where you get like their bakery is excellent. The bakery is excellent, but also yeah. they do a hot food counter where you can get like say chicken bites and like those um, yeah waffle style yeah, chips, they're good. and you can get them at a combined price. Yeah. But it's not a meal deal because you don't get a drink. Yeah, so it's not really a meal deal. So I think Sainsbury's are really setting a marker. I like it. Yeah, it needs to catch on. That's pretty much all I've got to say. Uh, anything else that, recently that you've kind of discovered because we've not really got together for ages not I think at all recently no. you've discovered or that you've been into recently really. you've been on Wordle you've been getting on Wordle I can't fucking stand it I've blocked it on Twitter have you yeah um, I've um, as of today I, I in fact I'll, I will publicly announce my retirement <laughs> from Wordle have you had enough of it I had a um, I started it uh, a month or so ago or whatever um and we're now, I had a 50, 50 win streak. Wow. And then yesterday morning, I got myself into a bit of a pickle. Well, first one, I got two letters, green. Brilliant. Second go, three letters, green. I'm nearly there. I'll have this in three. And then I got myself into a position where I had the way the letters were arranged. There was about 10 different words I could have put in. There was too much choice. And I ran out of guesses and I lost. And I felt like I didn't lose because I was shit. I lost because it was like it was, it just it wasn't. They're making up. It just became potluck. Yeah. Like there was nothing I could do. It was just purely potluck whether I was going to get it or not. There was no skill or there was nothing I could do skill or ability wise was going to make any difference. And it was at that point that I realised that the game is gone. The game. The game's is gone. gone. The game's gone. The game is gone. Yeah. But there is a version now. There was a football one. Was it? And that got that got that appeared, that disappeared over some sort of infringement or whatever, and I think has reappeared, but it's really hard because you obviously it could be any footballer's name, last name, and it's got to be five letters. 
So it's very difficult. You've got to really know your footballers, and most of them are fairly. Are uh, the ones that I did were, were were pretty current. Right. And then there's Quadle, which is like I've a wordle, seen a bit of that which is like a wordle, but it's essentially you're doing four at once, so you get extra guesses. Um, but what you're doing is basically what you put in one is is in is in the other three at the same time. Yeah. And then it shows up which ones are in the right. So you kind of have to, you have nine guesses in total and you've got to get all four words in nine guesses. I'm with you. So it is an extra level of difficulty. But again, it's not like bullshit like the original Wordle is. Trying to trick So I think this one is is, is better. It's the way to go. But as, as of today at the moment, I am fully retired from all forms of the game. <laughs> I, am, I am now, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I was so devastated at my defeat that you know it feels like when a boxer's done that you know a boxer had that unbeaten record and then just can't can't take can't tolerate the the defeat. So uh, I think that's our show. Yeah, I think so. I think that's our show. Um, brought to you from the Hardy Johnson Skypod. Yes. Um, newly installed. Mm. We'll be back um, hopefully pretty soon because we've got. Um, We've got some extracurriculars, and we have another bucket list beer in the pipe. Don't we, just? But we won't reveal that yet. Yes. And we potentially have another bucket list beer in the pipe for a bit further down the lines. So we've got irons in the fire again, so things are hopefully starting to materialise. Fingers crossed. Uh, Mark, where can people find us on the socials? Um, FTLOB pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Give us a like, follow. If you can find any beers, please get in touch. We'll uh, get some back for you. Send you some money or, you know, whatever you want. Yeah, all, all, all above board and all, yeah. obviously, legal. Yes. Not licensed to sell alcohol, but, you know. Indeed. I've said that out. I won't really. I can't be bothered. Right. Thanks again for listening. Um, thank you again. Uh, just a quick note to say thank you to all our new listeners, because even though while we're away, we've been picking up new listeners that, uh, to be honest, when I checked and looked at the stats, I didn't even realise what were happening, because I've kind of been switched off from things and... Yeah, it is what it is. Life's been busy. So, welcome aboard to new listeners. Um, whether this is your first episode or whether you've joined us, sort of picked us up recently while we've been away and gone through our back catalogue. Um, great to have you on board. We'll be back soon. Uh, in the meantime, uh, stay safe and yeah, bye. All I want to do is drink beer for breakfast. <laughs>